As always, is my co-host uh, Junior. What up, up, what up, what up, everybody? We we were really on hiatus for this one. It's... Yeah, it's been a few weeks now, <laughs> um, but we are continuing the Star Wars marathon, and mm-hmm. uh, we are continuing with the next film, uh, and that is Rogue One. Uh, before we start a review, I do want to set some pro- uh, program reminders. <clears throat> So if you guys, obviously, you guys can follow us, subscribe, uh, you know, give us on the comment section, you know, give us your ideas, your thoughts. Um, That would be really grateful. It helps the podcast. Um, Mm. And then pretty much you can listen to us anywhere you listen uh, to your podcast. So um, also, if you guys can go and follow us at uh, TCG Locos uh, on YouTube, it's one word, TCG Locos. And that is where we talk uh, trading card games, Pokemon, mm-hmm. uh, One Piece, uh, you know, Japanese version and all that. And uh, we are we are also doing some Pokemon drafts. So if you guys want to nerd up a little bit, follow us on YouTube at TCG Locos. And then give us a follow and give us some comments. It would we really also help. have um, like two videos coming to two more videos. Uh, another uh, PSA return, my second PSA return that I'm editing. So it'll probably be up by the time this is out. And then an, uh, another video where, where you and Mo do uh, a right. Pokemon 151 uh, packs openings yeah, together. Boost- so so that should be up within the next like week or two. We'll yeah, probably guys- have those two videos. Give us a follow. We're doing a bunch of videos uh, at TCG Locals. Uh, appreciate it. All right. Let's go back to it. We are starting again at our um, the Star Wars Marathon, and we are going with uh, Rogue One. So let's go. All right. So uh, I pulled out the, uh, the critic scores and the... Audience score, as always. Um, so for Rogue One, the critic score here is at 84%, which is pretty high. Um, I think it might be one of the highest, honestly, since like we started. So this one did really good. Mm. And uh, it, it also hit, it hit the billion dollar mark. So Oh, shit. Very successful film. Um, the audience score here is at 87%. So they go pretty much hand in hand here. Honestly, I, I think this is one of my favorite Star Wars movies too. So I, <laughs> I, 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 and it came out seven, no, almost, almost eight years ago now. So that's crazy that it, and they haven't really made a movie like this, like since I feel like. So it's definitely like a unique one for, a 2016 era Star Wars film. Yeah. Um, before we start talking about it, do you want to uh, go ahead and uh, give us the uh, the cast here? Because the cast is oh, yeah. pretty amazing. This um, cast was actually really stacked. I was 
I since I hadn't watched it since like I think it had originally came out like when I watched it like I don't know it's been a couple weeks but I was like wait a minute this guy's in it no that guy's in it like like here we have like Felicity Jones I mean I remembered her that's my yeah. girl right there but I wasn't <laughs> I I didn't remember Donnie Yen being it he's the he was one of like the temple um guards I believe yeah he he said and he's blind and he's supposed to be you know he's like he's he's like one with the force i i think he was he was sick in it i forgot mads was in this too i was like wait uh-huh. a minute mads that was awesome diego luna we had ben uh mendelson forrest whitaker i also forgot he was in this uh we got riz riz ahmed um alan Tudyk, spencer wilding tony gilroy Jimmy Smith's, which we just saw him recently in the um the Obi Wan show, right? With um he he's we see him uh, um like he's the guy um I forgot his name in the show, but he's the one that adopts Leia. Oh you know, yeah, like he, like yeah. yeah yeah. We see him, James Earl Jones, Darth Vader, Carrie Fisher, Genevieve O'Reilly, Richard Franklin. I don't know. There's who plays Se- the. Uh- I can't think of his name right now, but uh, that it was the uh, CGI uh, face. Um, gosh, you're gonna you're gonna have to edit this out. <laughs> um, you know what I'm talking about? From the uh, he comes out in the originals. Can you hear? Um, wait, oh yeah. Wait, wait, who? <laughs> uh, the general that works directly with um, Darth Vader. I just can't think of his name right now. Um, <laughs> oh you're talking okay yeah yeah it's you're talking about sam Whitwer, right that that he does the cameo at the end with um oh no, no. we're talking uh, no that's that's that was from <laughs> that was the from last- the solo movie that was from solo never mind uh i'm not sure who you're talking about it's from the cgi he's like uh the one that pretty much uh okay well there's general merrick general draven are credited as General Dodonna? No, it's not Mary. Of... It's the one who uh 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 Ben Mendelssohn is like kind of like they're kind of like going at it a little bit. They kind of like with their General Hurst. Uh, it's killing me. I don't remember who it is. It's been a while since I watched the movie again, so it, it's been a couple weeks. No, that's fine. Uh I'm tripping out here. Um but I'm. I feel like I have to kind of search it because it's driving me nuts. I'll tell you right now. But yeah, like either way, like this stack oh, okay. or this cast was stacked. It's uh Peter Cushion. Obviously, the old actor he passed away, but he was playing um, uh, the Star Wars general. Um, fucking killing me. Tarkin. Fuck. Okay, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Tarkin. Uh, I could not remember Tarkin. Cause, uh, so Peter Cushion passed away like years ago, but they ended up reusing his character and somebody else played him. I'm not sure who played him, but they just kind of like CGI'd his face. You know what I'm talking about, oh, General? okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell his face looks very like plasticky, kind of, or like yeah, 
Yeah, because they 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 brought him back obviously because he kind of works directly with Darth Vader. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mentioned Peter Cushing, but yeah, they didn't credit him as. Oh, you did say Peter Cushing. Yeah, but they they didn't credit him as that character on here. Okay. They don't give him. They don't give the name like the character description. All right. Yeah, my bad. I was just like, "Fuck, General Tarkin," and I could not remember him. Yeah, uh, they they didn't put him that. That's who he played. I guess because he technically didn't. They didn't right. actually credit him. Um. um yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know if there was anybody else. Um, who played Felicity Jones? Plays uh, Jen Orso. Yes, Jane Orso, but she's found by somebody else. What's his name? Uh, he's in the animated series. Oh, oh yeah, uh, um, by Saw Guerrero. There you go. Okay, who plays? Uh, what's his name? The guy that plays Saw Guerrero. Um, That's Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Thank you. She, yeah, yeah, I mentioned him. All over the place today, but yes. <laughs> so, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, the the uh, the cast is killer, dude. Um, I I'm a big fan of Ben Mendelsohn. Um, that guy, that guy, I, I love, I look, I like his stuff. Uh, it's kind of too bad, like when <laughs> he ends up playing um one of the characters in Marvel. He's one of the uh, in the Secret Invasion. It kind of do him a little dirty, but. Whatever, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we don't talk uh, about that show. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. It, it never happened. Um, let's go ahead and uh, kind of give let's give our like our immediate views on this because I find it interesting that we both like this show so much. The movie, but okay, the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. That's kind of where <laughs> I'm going through, though. That's why. Oh. We hate. We like this movie so much, but me and you, we hate Andor. Not hate, but oh, I just thought it was kind of boring. <laughs> why is it though that like Andor's so good that I mean, look, let's talk about the elephant in the room here because the reality is that most people really enjoy Andor and yeah. like that hill, and they love it, and they talk about how it's. You know, peak Star Wars. It's the best thing that's happened since I don't know what. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. People just seem to be really, like, rave about Andor the TV show. But, like, me and you have said, have said multiple times that we thought it was pretty boring. I haven't rewatched it. Yeah, no. Yeah, I haven't rewatched it. And I don't, like, I'm going to. But it's just kind of I crazy. think I need to, too, just because I don't remember at what point I got bored. Like... And I know I probably should give it a fair chance because people like it so much. But I'm just like, I don't know what happened. It starts strong. Yeah. That that whole heist thing, that mm. was strong. Like, that was like, oh, that's good. But I just felt like as soon as the heist was over, like, my mind was just, like, done with it. It was so freaking weird. Uh, so I definitely got, have to give it a try. Um, obviously, we have Diego Luna, right, uh, who mm-hmm. played Andor uh, in both the show and this movie. Um, which is kind of, it's just kind of nuts. Like the difference of how we feel about this movie. Um, Felicity Jones is kind of Felicity Jones and Diego Luna are kind of like the main, uh, actors here. They're like the main cast. Um, but yeah, like what'd you, how'd you feel about this show in general? Uh, well, like, obviously we both like it, but, uh, uh, you want to show the movie, the movie. I'm sorry. I keep messing Um. these up. 
But uh, oh. let me know what you liked about it and how'd you feel. Yeah, I I mean, I remember like already knowing I liked the movie, but then rewatching it, like it felt like brand new since it had been like so many years. I was like, ah, uh, it hit the spot. It hit the it hit the like the Star Wars like like niche spot that I've been I have been craving because like the other movies we have like watched like were all right. I think some of them, you know, it's like the we watched the we reviewed the prequels and some hit better than others, but like this one, I felt like it just it hit the right spot for me. Like the I don't know it, the fact that it's like not even that much about Jedi's and like lightsabers, but rather more like rebels and like the story of how the like the rebellion began or like like how like we were able to get the the original trilogy like storyline or whatever like we we like it it sets like it sets everything up so nicely so i don't know i i think it was so well done like obviously like dave filoni had to do with this movie it's uh sam witwer is also credited and like they they i feel like everything that they they've been involved in is always like does so well I don't know. I think the main cast did such a good job with this. Wait, who did a uh, Sam Whitworth uh, voice? Um, they don't credit him, but let me see. I can. I could probably find it. Yeah, because I don't think it was uh, MK or whatever. I forgot his name. Uh, K. Uh, the the robot that Andor kind of teamed up teamed up with. I forgot. Okay, who it's, it says yeah. he's credited as like he's the guy who screams open fire um in the scene at the end of Rogue One. So I don't think he he has like a big role. Oh, really. that's Okay. But so, he's yeah. Everything Star Wars. That dude's a legend at this point. Yeah, they they always find a way to sneak him in into whatever project is going on like yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Uh yeah, this uh this is kind of crazy because I, I I've said it in the podcast before like if it doesn't have if it doesn't have lightsabers, if it doesn't have the force if it doesn't have you know like something in regards to jedi like i'm usually not in it which is why andor um, why and why i didn't like andor um mm-hmm. but also solo is not <laughs> we liked solo yeah that one doesn't have a lot of that either but usually for the most part like i need to have a little bit of that and this one yeah. hasn't right um it hits you with uh, with Tarkin, right? It hits you with Tarkin, so that like connects you with the uh, the the trilogy, the OG yeah. trilogy. You're like, oh shit, Tarkin, cool. Like, it's good to see him back. You know, obviously you can tell he's like CGI because the actor had passed away, uh, Peter yeah. Cushing. <laughs> he, um, he looks a little a little off. He looks a little off. Um, but whatever, it's fine. Like, it, it's kind of like an homage, you know, and. Uh, it fits perfectly to with the, with the storyline, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was it was good to see Darth Vader. Darth Vader came out it came out like twice, like somewhere in the middle he comes out out of nowhere. I had forgotten. Mm-hmm. I had, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. But like he doesn't just come out in the end. He comes out like somewhere in the middle where he's like in the tank, and like you can see his face kind of a little bit, and like they come to talk to him and stuff. You see like a little glimpse of him. You're like, oh, oh yeah. Shit. I mm-hmm. forgot about that too. I was like, "Oh, what the fuck!" I thought that was sick, though. You see him like, like, get, like healing in the fucking the liquid thing. Yeah, yeah. healing in there. 
And then obviously the best part, which is like right at the end, right? The the, mm. the part in the end where he like goes like OP and starts like destroying all the guys where they're trying to uh, to pass Escape. the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, they're trying to pass the the data the drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the for the Death Star, um, and just, like he's just like you know slashing them through and like killing mm-hmm. everybody and stuff. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. I remember that scene uh in the theaters and we were like yeah. oh shit like that. yeah dude that's that scene gotta be one of the best like like not just like darth vader scenes but like hallway scenes because i know people say like like there's like a whole unique aspect of filmmaking where it's like the hallway scenes or whatever like like i know um like you see him like just plowing through people door closes He's slashing through it. Another door closed. And then the guy, like, he's trying to get through, but he can't. And he has to just hand over the drive and accept. The fact that he knows he has to accept, he's just going to fucking die. There's nowhere for him to go. Terrifying. Terrifying. That shit, nah, like, that's, like, menacing. Like, you know, two feet behind you, there's a lightsaber that's about to pass through your chest. (laughs) But for the rebellion, fuck it, pass the drive. You got to keep that this shit, shit was running. Nuts. That shit was nuts. Um, and then obviously you get a little glimpse of uh, Leia, who I believe was played by the daughter. I think. Carrie Fisher's daughter? Yes. Really? I do believe. I don't want to. Yeah, because I mean, it's guy. It's also like. Yeah. You know, they also CGI'd her to make her look younger. Right, so I think they used her daughter because obviously she kind of looks like her. So um, I mm. think they used her daughter on there. Uh, but yeah, it was it was awesome. Obviously, uh, I kind of don't want to ruin it, but obviously, spoilers. If you guys have not watched this movie, please stop mm. this recording. Go and watch the movie before you do, and then come back. But um, <laughs> we already the- spoiled hella though. <laughs> I know it's already I mentioned this in the beginning, but. Obviously, uh, the shocker was uh, the main cast, like, the entire main cast dies, right? Yeah. That uh-huh. shit was That shit was crazy. Uh, like, especially watching it the first time. Even the mm-hmm. second time, like, oh, yeah, fuck. Like, <laughs> that's right. Oh. Like, they all start dying one by one. Uh-huh. Right? Donnie Yen and then, like, his the, buddy. The sadness, dude. The sadness that I felt the first time watching this movie, I was like... Wait, no, they didn't just kill that guy. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't just kill that guy. No way. I'll give and you then, a second. Someone's calling me. Oh, okay, we can pause it real quick. Well, I'll I'll let it run. I'll put it at eighteen minutes here. Eighteen thirty.
it was it was some I think it was like some weird like scamming person trying to call me. Cause you were telling the whole time though. I don't know what. <laughs> no, right now I called Jessica because he called me and he uh-huh. said he like he knew my name and then he knew Jesus's name like Jesus Bautista, and then he said like. He said, like, oh, can you confirm that this is Jesus Bautista's number? And I was like, nah, I don't know his number. I don't think I have his number. And he just hung up or whatever. He was like, okay, sorry. And then hung up. And I just, so I called Jessica right now to tell her. Because I guess, I think, I guess they've also called Talia and Noeli saying that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how they, some weird numbers thing is going on. I don't know. But we can keep going. (laughs) We can can keep uh, let's go to 23. It was like 19 to 24. You can put probably cut that out. All right. Okay. All right. Where were we? Um. Well, we were just talking about how like they CGI'd in Carrie Fisher. Right. Yes. And stuff like that. And then we're talking about the, the hallway scene, how that's pretty badass with Darth Vader and all that. Yeah, so obviously the uh, the connection um, between this movie and then the next, literally, like it just connects one to another, right? Yeah. And um, the cast too, that just completely gets decimated. Yeah, but like, like that... if you ever watch, like when you first watch um, A New Hope, right? Like mm. somehow she got the plans to the Death Star. We didn't find out how or oh, where. Yeah. Until this movie came out, right? It was and basically so, a plot hole. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, how the hell did this even happen? She's running away. Like, where'd she get these plans at, right? And this story, like, pretty much like cements exactly how she got it, and it was just like executed like so freaking well. Um, mm-hmm. You you find out like the, how uh, how important the uh, Urso family, I guess, like her dad, who plays a. Um, I forgot his name. Mads? Yeah, yeah. I forgot who he, like, his actual name, but, like... Oh, uh, Galen. Galen Erso. Yeah, Galen Erso. Um, it's it just, like, he's the one that, like, he is the reason that the Death Star is created. And he is the one that, um... I mean, he builds it, like, reluctantly. Like, he didn't want to. And he's kind of forced by, um by Ben Mendelsohn's character, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And so... Person Krennic? Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's just interesting. Like, he puts the... the, the uh, He makes the, the Death Star, but he also mm-hmm. is the one that creates it so that it, it there's a glitch. Or what do you call it? Not a glitch, but like a... A flaw. He says, a flaw. A weak yeah. spot. And that's obviously where we get the scene with Luke... Um, you know, throwing that torpedo into that weak spot and destroying the entire thing. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just so good. I don't know. It's, it's just so good to see, like, exactly what happens before and the sacrifice that uh, Jen Urso and, you know, Andor, um, who a lot of people have loved, like, you know, learned, like, just learned to, like, really appreciate the character, Andor. Um, mm. Not us, <laughs> besides this movie. <laughs> uh, the Andor. <laughs> It just doesn't work for us. Um, but yeah, just like their sacrifice, that entire group. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you feel about, and let's just talk about characters real quick, uh, about that group in general, the uh, the the Rogue One group. Um, did you have a favorite? Um, mm. 
which one did you like the least so on and so forth uh i think my favorite might be uh bodhi that's think. yeah pilot right pilot yeah he's played by riz ahmed yeah and, really. huh? and i honestly i don't know i, I always like those kind of like weird quirky characters that are just kind of like goofy but at the same time they're like kind of important to the character to the role they're playing or whatever and stuff i mean i i like all the cast honestly i i liked felicity jones diego luna like all of them i i thought donnie yen was really cool and i i don't see him credited here or i don't i don't recognize him on the the cast but the the other character that was with him you know the, the guy that had like the giant like uh minigun uh-huh do you remember do you know what i'm talking about yeah i know what you're talking about i just don't remember the character's name yeah i, I like their dynamic where he was like oh crazy old guy like oh my yeah. god but like no matter what that was his guy that was like his best friend so if he walked into battle that means he was gonna go in and then so like you know that he he rides into battle for his boy you know like they got each other's backs like i feel like every character had like a very specific like dynamic that like like they fit together perfectly the puzzle pieces so like i think that's why it was so heartbreaking when everybody just starts dying one by one explosion here shot here and then we just see the last two just sit together by the ocean and you're just like come on man really like this is this is it but i was just thinking about this right now since we mentioned like Oh, like there was a plot hole basically before this movie, which like Dave Filoni's basically has been his whole job for the last like decade to just <laughs> fill in all those plot holes. And and like I now that I'm thinking about it, it makes sense why they killed everybody off. Yeah. Like because it's like it wouldn't make sense if you let like Felicity Jones survive somehow. Okay, then how does that make sense if we never meet her in the original trilogy or anything? So I'm like, it makes sense why it's like a full like story that just swoop, like swoop it under the rug kind of thing. Cause it's like, you can't really have them like survive without creating more plot holes. So it's like the only way this worked is basically because everybody died. <laughs> and, right. and you're and, like, well, where the hell has this character been? For the last few movies like why aren't they here again right mm -hmm. yeah why? yeah or like in the uh you know in in a new hope you know what i mean like why isn't he exactly alien like what's going on if it's such a important character mm -hmm. i mean but at the at the same time you're like fuck they really killed him off but i mean obviously it makes sense mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's the only way they could make this <laughs> fix this kind of storyline realistically so so I was gonna say that just really kind of like rubs salt, like more salt into the wound. That you're just like, fuck, they were never gonna survive, bro. It had to be done this way, essentially, to to make the, sure uh, the story made sense. Donnie Yen's character, obviously, he plays like a blind, uh, you know, he's a guard or whatever for the yeah. Did they say the Jedi Temple, right? Yeah, they said that. That's why he's like so into, like, that's why he's like. Yeah. So lo like locked in with the like the mindset of like the f I'm one with the force the force is with me like he's like he like like breathes it you know it's like his it's his like his Do life you, is like... he has the force no no I I I think he 
I think maybe he has like like a very weak connection to it because he like believes in it so much. But the way but no, he, um, the way he can sense things though. I mean, I guess that's that's true. Actually, he did, but at right. the same time, he. I mean, he dies anyway. Like you know, I, I guess nobody really escapes it. Like even if you do have the horse, it doesn't make you mean you're not gonna die. Right. But I, I I could see him having like a very like basic level connection to the force where it's just kind of like a sensory thing but i mean he doesn't have any of like that like like telekinesis tele to like tele telepathy kind of like powers right. that all the other jedis get and stuff because i mean obviously he wasn't a jedi he was like he was just a guard protector of the temple and so he knows the ways of the jedi but i don't think he's like fully connected to it like others you know he, he probably has like a weak connection to it Obviously, uh, Donnie Yen is known for his like, uh, you know, for his fighting, his martial arts and stuff. So it's really yeah. cool to get down with it. Um, mm. He he plays another like years later. He ends up playing uh, a blind um, like assassin for John Wick, right? So this is not the first time now that we see him play like a quote unquote blind person or whatever. <laughs> he carried on the forest into the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, I liked I liked how he like portrayed himself. I guess a little bit. I guess what I found annoying was the, uh, like the over and over like the force. I am one with the force. The force is with me. Like can't that he kind of kept saying or whatever. Just repeating it. Yeah. <laughs> he was, was hyping kind of... himself up to walk into a battlefield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm about to die. Fuck it. <laughs> I think I remember disliking. That the first time the second time i was kind of like oh it's fine but um mm -hmm. yeah i really like bodhi i think uh when he dies i think he's the first one to die uh from the rebels from the main cast or whatever and i was like what the fuck you know, like oh shit yeah he dies like <laughs> mm -hmm. he literally gets blown up but it's just like he's such a big character in that the entire yeah. group is so big that when you start losing them you're like mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Well, none of them are gonna make it. You know what I mean? That actually caught me so off guard when that happens, because he's like, he says like for the rebellion or something, or this one's for you, right? He says this one's for you. Does he say this is for you, Cassian, or what does he say? I forget nah. what he says. But he's like, this oh. one's for you, and then he's like switching the lever or something, like he's like trying to help them upload the yeah, data, yeah. and then yeah. he just, boom, God, I'm like, wait, yeah. So he he opens it up or whatever like the the switch whatever yeah like switch, the, right and then right afterwards somebody throws in a grenade and then he just looks at it and then it blows up and you're like oh shit he dies like yeah like fuck? instantly yeah right. yeah that was kind of crazy and then the same thing like freaking i forgot is it churut churut i forgot how to say it well this is donnie yen's character churut imwe i forgot how to say his oh okay yeah that's what it was that was his character's name but i mean him too like him trying to like he's flipping the the switch on the computer or whatever and then he like he ends up dying too you're just like fuck everybody plays their role like they're supposed to right it's almost like mm -hmm. they're guided to get this done and then it happens mm -hmm. and then they die they were uh, one with the force the force was with them <laughs> <laughs> but yeah well that's the thing right like as yeah as uh, Donnie Yen's uh, like bestie or whatever, the guy with the heavy machine gun or whatever. As mm -hmm. as he's dying, he's like, "I am one with the Force," and like he passes away. Um, he yeah, yeah. See, I think that was that was cool because it's like the whole time he's like, oh, "Old man, you're crazy, you're delusional," and then he at the end of it, he's just like, 
fuck it, I might as well go out believing, you know, or like, you know, this is for my boy. Right. He goes out yeah. firing. And obviously the saddest part is, uh, like, <laughs> um, Jen Urso and Andor kind of clashed throughout the entire film. Um, mm. But at the end, they, they die together, right? And this, mm-hmm. Like, they just can't. There's no way around it. Um, there's no escape. Uh, they I mean, did with yeah. the rebellion, and they died literally hugging each other, which is fucking nuts, right? Um, I think I think it was also, like, it was cool to see, like, a modernized, like, um, Death Star, like, kind of blast. Like, seeing, like, like the planet just exploding. just And then you just see, like, the foot, like, just the devastation of it yeah it's just like oh it's like insane and then you just see them just flattened out destroyed everything gone is insane but- i kind of uh, uh talk a little bit about uh Saguerrero's character because obviously oh, yeah. he plays a big part in the uh the animated series um mm-hmm. and yeah we all kind of know that he's this character who who's a who's a rebel He's a, he's a rebel, but he is on like the uh, what what do they call him? Is he's kind of like on the uh, on the right side? Like he's very yeah, um, he's a, a radical or something like that. Yeah, he's a he's very radical. He doesn't really follow like the rebellion structure. He mm-hmm. just goes like wh- whatever needs to get done. Like in order for us to like win this war, it doesn't matter who dies, how many die. Um, he doesn't follow rules, and in the um in the animated series he's very very like that mm-hmm. kind of does his own thing he, he 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 was with the rebellion but then he just like splits right and it's just it's kind of this guy like you can't really trust him even though he's on your side type of person um yeah and so the animated series does a really good job uh portraying him and stuff he's not he's not a very likable person um but he you know that he's on your side so like it kind of sucks. It's like you work with them, but you can't trust them. Because he's like, he's like a very harsh, like, like do what I got to do, like no matter what it takes kind of guy, right? So it's like, yeah, he's like, fuck, if I got to kill you, I got to kill you. If I got to torture right. you to get information, that's what I got to do. Like he doesn't exactly. give a fuck. <clears throat> exactly. Uh, so his character is cool. Uh, and he's on the animated series for, for, you know, for a long time. And then obviously they kill him in this, uh, in this live action uh he dies pretty much like a boss um is there anything else that you kind of want to want to go ahead and uh, talk about here for for the movie um any last thoughts on it mm, I, I, i'm not sure if there's oh. something we like missed i did what? we did yes um the 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 robot he's funny as hell uh oh he- yeah okay I think it's like mm-hmm. MK something. I think those are like the MK series or something. Um, I don't know who voices them. Can you go ahead and kind of look up who voices? Is it is it K two S O? Yes, K two. That's um Alan Tudyk. Alan, who who's uh what does he do? I can't. He's also in. He's come out in Wish twenty twenty three Moana. Oh, so he does a lot of like voice voiceovers. Yeah, he's done a lot of voice. iRobot 2004. Oh, he did a lot of voiceovers. Wreck-It Ralph, Big Hero 6. Yeah, he's all over Disney-related projects. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, how'd you like his character? His character was funny, dude. Like the, he didn't really necessarily like Jen Urso at all. Didn't trust her. Um, mm-hmm. A very likable, likable character. And like obviously, he's like one of those. Um, in Star Wars, you always kind of have to add a a robot character to like mm-hmm. <laughs> like toys. And yeah, like, you know. But I think. I mean, yeah, probably that too, like the marketing of it, you know, that's money right there. Yeah, for sure. But but no matter what, I feel like even if the movie is bad or whatever, I feel like the droids always add like a good side to it. Like they always add a positive because it's it's like a it's funny as a unique like dynamic where it's a human like. Like person, but it's not a person, it's a robot, but at the same time, they have the thoughts and kind of like i don't know like gimmicky like kind of like aspects of a person so it's it's it adds like a really unique dynamic between like a, like the people in the sh- in the the movie or the show and like the respective like droids and stuff so comedic i don't know I, what were you gonna say comedic relief yeah yeah comedic relief like like it's funny too because he's like in in the movie he's supposed to be um um, what do they call him? Like he's like a like a they like they they changed him from his original programming to be part of like the, the imperial like uh no his like it, guards or whatever. And then they changed him from that to where he is now. That's yeah, yeah, was. yeah. So he used to be like imperial, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, and now he's like he's like friendly or whatever, but he's sassy and stuff. So it's like pretty funny. And then, like, I like the scene where he's, like, pretending to be, like, like one of the bad guys. But then, like, they, he's just, like, ah, whatever. And then he just starts, he's, like, just starts throwing hands. Did he's, you like, see- I can't- Oh, sorry. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, interrupt you. But there's this, there's a scene that's, like, two seconds. Um, Like, there's these two, uh, two guys talking. They're, like, hey, did you hear that the uh, K-series or MK-series uh, is going to be, um, like, uh what is it called like canceled or like um, recalled or something like they're, they're yeah. destroying them terminate them that they were done with it and then one of the uh, guys oh it's about time or whatever and so that does another thing one of those things where it's like no wonder you don't see that series anymore like in the other movies because that those, oh you so like I mean? they said i'm around they set it up to where it's like like that's why it's a one movie thing yeah that makes sense they they were really smart about making sure there's no like flaws with, with like this type of thing where it's like they yeah, they made sure like everything in the movie is like set in stone between those like two points in time or whatever yeah no that that they worked really well um i didn't even think about that yeah let's go ahead and uh and grade it and then that way we'll, we'll we'll grade it and then we'll we'll talk about um Echo. We'll we'll do a little recap on Echo and we'll talk about uh Percy Jackson and the Olympians. So oh, okay. I'll go first, uh grade it. How'd you feel about this film? Um I I think it was even better watching it the second time since it's been a long time. I enjoyed it a lot. Like now that you brought up the droid, I I enjoyed a uh, K two S O. I I enjoyed like the dynamic between you know Cassian and like 
era the Jin, is it Jin Erso? Again, booty, like all of them. I don't know. They made like such a nice dynamic of like, oh, we're friends now. Yeah. And then it's like heartbreaking and devastating that they all die. So it's like, I think they did such a good job. I'll, I'll give it a nine for this movie. Nice. Yeah, I think it's a nine. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I also enjoyed this movie a lot. Obviously, um, Jen Erso. I think Felicity Jones did a really good job um, being like one of the main, you know, characters in this story. Mm-hmm. Andor is great. The group in general, Rogue One, is pretty awesome. And yeah, you're right. Like you grow, you kind of like within that st- span of like two hours, you kind of grow to like these characters. And at the end, they just kind of like, <laughs> they just kill them all off. And you're like, shit. Like, just take them away from us. Like nothing yeah. happened. <laughs> Um, and obviously the aspects of like, or, you know, the little subtle things, Darth Vader coming out, uh, Tarkin coming out, um, you know, Princess Leia coming out. I, I think all that was awesome. And it's just like, here's the story. And then here's where we're going next, which is a new hope. So I love this movie too. I think it's a, also a, a nine, 9.2 maybe, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm with you with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I really enjoyed it. It's it's a pretty good rewatch for sure. Um Hell yeah. Just really enjoyed it. It's a good movie. We we recommend it, guys. Obviously, we're giving it a 9. So, check it yeah. out. If you haven't right. watched it yet, it's, been, <laughs> it's 8 years later, definitely yeah. go now. <laughs> You're late in the game. That is our rewatch and uh, uh of um Rogue One and our Star Wars marathon. Obviously, mm. we're going to continue until we get them all done. So mm. that was it. Um, let's go ahead and talk Echo because obviously Echo's been over for you for a while now. We haven't talked about it. Uh, we've been wanting to talk about it. Um, I mm. love, I really enjoyed this series. I do have some issues with it. Um, mm. But uh, I'll go ahead and you go ahead and uh, uh, give me your thoughts on it first. Um. Honestly, I I liked it a lot. I don't I don't think it was like, you know, the best. But I I mean, it was cool seeing like a lot of the like the things they added into it, where it was like, like the first kind of, um, what do you call it, like mute. Oh. She's deaf. Wait, are you? Did you disconnect? No, no. But you can hear me, right? Okay, yeah. Sorry, not, yeah, not not mute. She's deaf, and then um, like obviously in the Hawkeye show, we see like okay, Hawkeye has also kind of gone deaf, which is but that's because due to his injuries and stuff. But in the comics, he's also uh, deaf. But it was cool to see like this is like the first like legit like she she was born deaf. Uh, she uses sign language to communicate. We see it her communicate with other characters with sign language and not not, and you can tell that they put a lot of effort into like okay her family members or people she knows um and big spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet but we then see um kingpin in his back Mm -hmm. and we um we have d'onofrio again as a as playing kingpin and we haven't seen him since um the Hawkeye show, and before that, he was in 
like you know the 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 Netflix Marvel series like Daredevil and all that. Yeah. So so it's cool to have him back. It seems like he's here to stay. We're probably gonna see him in the next Daredevil show. So it was cool to see him again. It was cool that sure he doesn't know uh he doesn't really know um uh, sign language, but then he has like that cool like technology where it's like the like the little eyeglass things where he like he puts the contacts in, he's able to like read what she's signing and then kind of talk back to her. Yeah, that was cool. So so I think it was cool that they added like a way for them to communicate. And I like I especially like the line where she says like, oh, you think like you say I'm your family, but you didn't even bother to learn sign language for me. You don't even you don't even want to communicate with me. I thought that line was so fire. That was so clear. I was like, oh, shit, you're right. Like he went out of his way to like get this technology, but he didn't give a fuck about like actually trying to communicate with her. And like and then we see the flashbacks of her of her having to talk to him through an interpreter. Like she was never really talking to him one on one. So she's like, she's like, that's how you know, like, okay, he doesn't actually give a fuck about me. Like, I'm just another one of his pawns. Like, you know, like he's trying to manipulate me. And like, I mean, he's Kingpin. He's a villain. You know, he's he's a businessman. He doesn't, you know, he you can, he doesn't give a fuck. So it was cool to see like that dynamic of her realizing like she's been getting used this whole time. And then now it's time for her to kind of go on her own way and like do her own thing. So I think it was cool. Yeah. That. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's like one of the biggest parts where it's um, uh, Kingpin like not taking the time to actually like give a shit about her to learn sign language. Like somebody supposedly you kind of like, you know, he calls her uncle or whatever, but it's like, are you really family? You're not even trying, you know, you're like using her for her skills and and all. But like, that's about it. Like, you don't Mm -hmm. really care about her. You're she's just like another worker. And like to get stuff done, and especially since he killed her dad and stuff, or like, like, killed her dad, yeah, right. That was the biggest like thing from uh Hawkeye, right? That's when she finds out that um, mm-hmm. he kills him, and so that's why she shoots him in the eye, yeah. I was kind of like iffy because like he gets shot and he doesn't die, which does happen in the comics, that's a real comics thing. She does shoot him, yeah. Uh, and he doesn't die, so that's straight from comics. Um, in the but in the comics, he she shoots him in both eyes, or or he gets shot in both. Right, he's double blinded. Yes, yeah, he is double blinded in there, and then eventually, so, somehow he gets his vision back. <laughs> so, I, that's what I was expecting when like they first showed him. I was like, okay, he's gonna look all bandaged up and blinded, but then he has one good eye and one like fucked up eye. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what happened there. I thought he got like. Maybe she didn't fully. Sh- I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Because I remember in the show they don't show what she does. You just hear like two gunshots. Uh-huh. So I assumed she shot him once in each eye, but maybe she just shot twice in one side or something. I don't know. But I I was like, okay, I get it. It's an homage to the comic, whatever. But yeah, I I didn't mind it though because like him getting the sight back because it just kind of makes sense. Like this guy has like all the resources available, right? He's rich. Powerful. Oh, yeah. uh, we've mm-hmm. already seen this type of technology uh, within the Marvel universe, so all that shit mm-hmm. makes sense. Like that, he yeah, his yeah. look as messed up as it used to. Yeah, uh, yeah, and obviously him developing that uh, that technology. That technology is badass, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. actually was really sick. Yeah, but obviously, it like for her, it's like you're not taking the time 
to learn. Like you're supposed to care about me. Like you're trying to make mm-hmm. it easy on you. And I, I that's yeah. what we're we're supposed to get right because he has a translator that's there while they're talking yeah. about about killing people and obviously he ends up killing the freaking uh translator at the end that was nuts like she's like yeah nobody i won't tell nobody and then they like he offs her like that's (laughs) that that gate that's when i was watching that it started giving me real like um like daredevil like kingpin vibes where he like he's ruthless about stuff like that where it's like okay you know too much i don't need you anymore you're dead exactly like and i've been rewatching daredevil like I, I I finished watching the first season like um like two days ago or something. And I was like, damn, it made me so nostalgic of like the old like Marvel, like the old like Daredevil, like Kingpin vibes, like like the the type of shit they used to do. So like watching the show, I was like, oh, okay, like it's kind of more nitty-gritty, like it's more um um I don't know what do you call it. Um more violent i guess yeah you violent. Know it's not you know a little darker yeah yeah so i i'm excited to see how this is going to connect into the the new daredevil show i do want to give a shout out here to uh all the reservation dogs uh like cast dude like they come out they're like a lot like half of the characters in here or the actors are from reservation dogs and if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it you know, go check that out it, it's freaking amazing um, but Devery Jacobs as Bonnie, uh, Tantu Cardinal as Chula, uh, Graham Green, um, as Scully, freaking Zach McLar- McLarnan as William Lopez. Like all these guys, um, come out in reservation dogs mm-hmm. and it's, it's just really cool to see them all back up again. Um, because like they're really good in reservation dogs. So it's like really cool to see them here too. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched that show. Uh, you need to watch it. It's it's really fun. Me and it's we, cool. Uh, what were yeah, you gonna say? Woody and I like we killed that all the seasons. It's it's just really, really? fun. It's slower. It's a slower thing, but it's like it's it's a really good show. Um, but yeah, Alaco Alaco Alaco. I don't want to mess up her name, but Alaco Cox. Um, yeah, I think that's right. I, I love her, dude. <laughs> like I Me fucking too. her character, dude. She's such a fucking badass, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously. They they changed her character for a little bit. Uh, I was kind of reading up on like what she was doing, but apparently, uh, she was working at Amazon, <laughs> like before this. This is her first role. Wow. Yeah, she was an Amazon like worker. Um, I one of her friends, I guess, she said, "Hey, they're looking for a, a, a you know a native, um, uh, a Native American actress, um, that's deaf," mm. and. You know, for Marvel, for for one of the characters, she went and like she did her thing, and she got the freaking role for um for Hawkeye, just like that. That's cool. Uh, and I mean, there aren't a lot of like like Native American like actors out there. They don't really get like casted and stuff. So it's cool that they like they found like a a brand new person to just be like, all right, you're up, you're you're basically the new one, you're the up and coming kind of next generation type of thing, like. She's brand. She's a brand new person to like, like the whole scene. And I love it because uh, I'm I'm pretty sure like eventually uh they will um make the comic book character they'll make her disabled also. Not obviously uh uh Maya Lopez is deaf right, um mm-hmm. but she's missing one of her legs. Uh, oh, that uh, also yeah. And so, but 
it's so cool that they incorporate that into like who she is as a character. Not only a Native American, but she's deaf and she doesn't have one leg and stuff. But she's such a fucking badass in this, dude. She, I heard that she does a lot of her own stunts for this movie. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's really cool. So it was awesome to see her getting down with against Daredevil. We haven't even talked that Daredevil was on there. Uh, yeah, was, I didn't expect that actually. That was that caught me, that surprised me. So like, you, go, um, you can you can go ahead. What, what happens in that episode? Uh, let's kind of talk. Uh, I I do want to say obviously there is a change of her powers um, from the comics, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, she's named. She's called Echo because she copies the abilities or fighting abilities of other people, right? Like she has like this. It's like Taskmaster, right? She pretty okay, much yeah. ability to copy somebody's fight moves or like their skills and everything just by looking at them. That's like her mm-hmm. her ability. Well, and here and for the live action, they change it up, and I think it had to do a lot with like where they wanted this character. Taskmaster had just came out on Black Widow. So I understand that they don't want just somebody else that can do this exact same thing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out whether I liked it or not, like the change. Because mm. uh, it did kind of get a little a little kind of crazy where it's just like now she has these ancient powers and mm-hmm. she was already kind of a badass to begin with. And I think if. I, I, I feel personally that if they would have just left her powers alone, like the ability to copy other characters, mm. like she already has so much, like there's already so much, like, I don't know. How do you say it? But like so much like content, not content, you feel like it, background. You feel, like it, you feel like the new stuff takes away from like her original character kind of thing, right? Like, like you think well, it yeah, distracts they- from like who she, like her, who she is type of thing or what? Well, because her character's already kind of badass, and she does have, like, really, like, strong roots with, like, her Native American, uh, like, you know, ancestry and stuff in the without necessarily having to be, like, the way that they did it with, like, the whole powers and her hands glowing and stuff. Like, none of that really needed. Like, you could have added that context without having to do, like, this whole uh, ancestry. Like, like she summons the power of her ancestors to, like... Like... That wasn't needed. She could have been her own badass, quote unquote, taskmaster, uh, task mass. Mm. What? <laughs> I forgot. I'm saying it wrong, but like, yeah, uh, it could have been like she could have been like her own person and have mm. all that amazing, like Native Native American, like background and still be been a badass. Like, mm. you know, what I mean? she still could have been cool. Like they I think Marvel was like, ah, she's too like too, too much like taskmaster. Let's we don't want to do that. Let's not do that. And I think, like, I don't know. It could have been... I, I know what you mean. Yeah, so that wasn't my favorite. And then she has healing powers at the end. Like, you know Yeah, what I, mean? I think... I mean, that's pretty Marvel-esque of them to just kind of want to make something flashy. Because it's like... I mean, we already have, like, oh, we have, like, a Black Widow character that's like, oh, she's good at fighting. Or, like, we have, like, you know, this and that. So they're like... Uh, like you mentioned, Taskman, Taskmask, Taskmaster, and like all this. So they're like, you know what? Let's make her flashy or whatever. So it's like, I right. think there's like, it's like okay, it's pretty cool. But at the same time, I see what I see your point where it's like, 
Did they really need to do all that to just be like, oh, she summons the powers of her ancestors to fight this evil or whatever? It's like, it's kind of a bit much, but it kind I don't of, know. Honestly, that part ruined it for me. I oh, love really? the background of like the Native American background and the culture. All that shit is awesome, dude. Like, I love it. Yeah, um, that was that was awesome. Yeah, it's Let's really see. cool to see. Uh, I mean, obviously, as as like Hispanics and stuff, and like we love seeing like other cultures like thrive and stuff. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, if you like changing this character's power, uh, not a fan. Um, huh. So if I mean, now that we're talking about like things that we're not necessarily happy about, um, the ending itself was lackluster, I guess. Or yeah, I. It was not, yeah, I was kind of disappointed with the ending. It was going really strong, dude, and I was really looking forward to that finale. And I think it was just, like, Because she, like, what did she do? She kind of, like, she, like, heals Kingpin of his trauma, basically, right? Yeah, pretty much. She, like, hits him with, like, the mind, like, warping, and he, like, he, like, sees, he's, like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. What have I been doing? Right. I'm, this is fucked up. And then he just kind of like, he's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Let's go. And you're like, wait. I'm, and then she scares her it, out it, of the group. I was kind of like, I don't know, man. It was a bit kind of cheesy or like, kind of like, uh, what what are we doing here? So I don't know. I, I kind of, I can see that being a bit weird or like a bit kind of lackluster. Honestly, it's just like, but I don't know. I don't know what they're going. I don't know what they're aiming for since they've, we haven't seen this before. We don't really know why they did that or like how this is going to connect to the next thing, which is supposed to be Daredevil, right? We're probably not going to see Kingpin or her until that. So, I would love to see her in Daredevil. I would love to see they her. They have to. There's no way they don't, right? Like they got to add her in. Uh, She's a very, like, in regards to like her popularity, I think um, people love her character for sure. I definitely mm. want to see. Alakwa Cox a lot more. I think uh, mm. her character is amazing. I love her acting, honestly. Um, yeah, so I just want to see more of her for sure. Um, let's grade it because uh, my grading is not going to go with what I'm saying because I really enjoyed it. It's just that I had a lot of issues with some of these things. And it's okay. Just, uh, <laughs> Should I go first? That's it seems yeah, like you're... All right. I... Okay, it's also been a while since I watched the show, so I don't know. Have did you watch it more recently than I did? Or? Uh, yeah, not that. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a few weeks, maybe a month. You might have a more like recent like 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 memory of it, but honestly, whenever to me, yeah, what happened? Whenever it last ended, I don't. I, I haven't seen it since then. But. Well, I think they did it all at once. This one, so yeah, oh, I think I when you watched it, it was already everything was out. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, but I mean, overall, I like the dynamic between um, like Maya and her family. Seeing her go- come back home after being gone for so long, her dynamic between Kingpin, like I think they did a lot well. I think you have good points where the powers or whatever change is kind of weird. Um, but overall, I I like the show, so I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, I I like the representation that this gives to like, you know, like Native American like like actors that usually probably wouldn't get like a lot of these are pretty famous actors, so like obviously they get cast, but 
like it, it kind of i think it opens the door so i think that's why it's cool but also i like graham green in this he plays yeah. Scully. Mm-hmm. i liked him a lot also in the last of us oh yeah that's right yeah him and like i forgot the name of the actress but they're like an old married couple like they live in a cabin and i think that they were really funny good in that and he was very charismatic in this show too like like i i like the way he flirts with uh with chula um you know alakwa's grandma yeah they're cute they're like uh split but they used to be together they split up but they're still kind of like yeah so he has like that very like like flirtatious like kind of like joking humor and like i don't know i i don't know i i liked a lot i like and then also we didn't we didn't really talk about seeing uh daredevil in this but that was a cool little cameo he comes in when maya is beating up some of uh kingpin's competition or whatever and he's like he's like what the fuck i've been waiting here all night trying to trying to wait to beat these guys up and then he just kind of dips out you're like Oh, okay. It, it like it leaves you wanting more. It's cool. So I think uh, I think an A is where I I land on this. Okay. Um. Yeah. I kind of had an issue, not as much of an issue as other people, because I I've listened to a few podcasts and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people had an issue with like how the first one was, uh, like the first episode was because it was like it started off really well and then they kind of just threw at you like everything that happened in uh hawkeye you know like they just kind of do did like a whole recap and i just didn't i don't think it none of that was necessary necessary oh yeah that was kind of annoying yeah Uh, that was kind of annoying it's literally like recapping the whole thing you're like come on man like let's go back to like what's going on right like we don't need Mm -hmm. all this um again yes like the powers i'm not necessarily excited about um (laughs) Aqua Cox, though, and I love the Native yeah. American culture and heritage. That was all really good. It's just the finale was just not what I wanted it to be. I wanted more. Mm-hmm. Um, so <sighs> it's kind of rough. <laughs> I'm gonna go with like a seven point ugh, seven point eight. Do give it lower if it's what you feel like. Don't feel like you gotta five seven point seven point. Don't don't feel like you gotta up it if you did. No, it's, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I enjoyed this movie. It's just that I had some issues with. I mean, the TV show. It's just that I I did have some issues with it, and yeah. that like, I just yeah, I can't. I mean, you also didn't like how, I mean, and I'm kind of there with you. How they changed like, um, what is it, Miss Marvel's like powers too? Like you like yeah. yeah. So like you're you're pretty like um. Yeah, like I don't know, I, consistent with yeah, like, like you don't like the power changes necessarily. Yeah, with, right. Like that kind of thing. Although I love Ms. Marvel though, so like don't get me wrong here. Uh, yeah, I think me- her I think her like charisma and like like thing like kind of over like it's, right. it just like it takes over. So I think that's what's gonna happen with this too, you know. Well yeah, for I think of- we're gonna be like, okay, like Maya or like you know, Alakwa and Maya, like they they're like they they mesh like that's that 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 actress is meant to play her. We're gonna be like, we'll probably won't care end up caring too much about the powers. But I think we just don't really know what they're gonna do with those powers right now. So it's kind of weird that they just kind of like changed it to that. But yeah, so I don't I, know. I think you're valid. I, I did enjoy it though. Um, mm-hmm. It's just on nit- I'm nitpicking it because yeah, I like things to be like very. 
if this is how it's in the comics, like, don't change it. And the finale just wasn't where I wanted it to be. But I'm looking forward to seeing more Alaco Cox. Uh, for sure. you, um, you know, so, yeah. Um, there's another thing, too, that I, I, I just remember, like, I don't know if it was, like, I just didn't understand it right or if there was, like, plot, like, whole, like, mixing up, like, how I understood it was like okay, um, like she's she she moves away with her her dad. Her dad becomes part of like, like the gang, right? Like Kingpin's like organization or whatever. And then Kingpin ends up killing, um, her dad. And then I thought she just grew up like, I thought she grew up with like her uncle or like somebody else or something. But then like then they do a flashback, and then we see that that she's growing up as like a little kid right away with Kingpin, like Kingpin Razor. And then, and then we see here and then we, they, then they like skip again and then she's older. And then, so we're like, Oh, okay. This whole time she's like, not just when she was an adult, since she was a little kid, she's been like working under Kingpin as like uh enforcer or whatever. So I, I don't know if like the way they, they did the, the flashbacks or they cut it together kind of confused me where I was like, so no. this whole time he raised her, I thought like it was just when she grew up. Then he recruited her. I like I was confused about that. I was like, wait, what? No, he so doesn't. Ki- he doesn't kill her dad until she's already older. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, yeah. That's where I got confused. No, but yeah. okay. That's what I meant to say. Um. So, I guess like like that was where I was like, okay, so this whole time, like he was kind of raising her though, even while the dad was alive. Like I didn't. Like, you know, they made it, like, I, before I thought, like, huh? Like, she's been around, like, like, uh, since, since, uh, Kingpin kind of was... works with, uh, with the, uh, the crew, like her dad and stuff. He's kind of, yeah. like, one of those, like, uncles that he's there, you know, and, like, he's the Yeah, boss. yeah. Okay, so and that, I think that's where I was, like, kind of w- confused about it, where I, like, I didn't think, like, that's how it was done, like, how they, she was raised, you know? I didn't, I thought, like, what, how it worked was... Like, she never really had a connection to Kingpin. Like, she kind of knew about him, but, like, it was more like she worked with her dad. She re- And then once the, her dad died, like, he took her in. But then we got the flashback, and it made it seem like, no, actually, she, he has been around her the whole time. He she, mm-hmm. she That's, like, her uncle or whatever. So I, I was, like, kind of confused about that because I didn't realize. I, I, I guess we, this is when we find out, but I didn't think that's how it was. Like, I didn't think that kingpin had been around her the whole time since she was a little kid so i think but i guess it makes sense i don't know but i guess that probably makes it that much worse that like that he basically raised her like alongside her dad and killed her dad anyways and then we could assume he might have been planning this from the beginning also since we know he's kind of like like a menace when it comes to planning these things out like like if he's like, all right, I, he sees something in her, like that scene where he beats the shit out of like, like the guy in the uh, the ice cream guy in the mm, yeah. <laughs> in in like the little uh, alleyway, and then she starts kicking him too, and he she's like, let's get the fuck out of here. You're like, wait, what? So she was a menace since day one or something. So you're like, I don't know. I feel like I got a little confused with some of that stuff, but ah, uh, to me, I, it's. Like, uh, she was raised like in this violent like her dad's a gang member pretty much and yeah uh, raised by uh by kingpin and she sees all these things and it like becomes like normal for her you know he's just been around yeah. 
he's the boss of your dad pretty much and you know like he's all he's around and he kind of like has a soft spot for maya and that's kind of yeah. the way so he's seen her grow and then obviously he takes her in once he kills her dad he tries to like be like hey i'm gonna teach you whatever you need to do like to get get stuff done yeah, i'll take care of you you take care of me we'll work together that's kind of how i took it mm-hmm. um yeah like 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 i said or like we both said uh it, it's it had it was really it's like a good show um but it could have been better for sure um mm. uh but recommend it i still recommend it people should watch it for sure it's, it's yeah it's still, um let's move on here to i know we've already gone past the hour here but uh it's been a while, and we've had <laughs> we've been watching <laughs> uh, all these shows and the movies. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Um, oh, yeah, I think I had told you in person, but I you know the listeners hadn't heard like they had we hadn't talked about it on here. But I, my least episode so far in the. Um, that's your least favorite one yeah i didn't okay. like i didn't really understand her um her motive really because mm-hmm. uh, at one point she says uh let's not be like our parents right uh medusa mm-hmm. uh and then she tries to kill him anyways so <laughs> it was very confusing um uh, it's because don't you don't know. really know some of the the lore in the Percy Jackson like no, no, no. type of stuff. I, I know the lore in regards oh, to okay. like mythology. Uh huh. I know all that. Like I'm a big old nerd when it comes to Greek mythology. I know all that stuff. But she she saves them from that demon, right? She's like, "Come in, uh, you guys will be safe here." Whatever. Um, her friend uh, Annabeth, she doesn't trust her, right? Because mm-hmm. she's the daughter of Medusa, right? Yeah, and she's like, "Look, I won't hurt you guys." No, she's the daughter of a uh, Athena. No, no, I'm well. I'm talking about Medusa, but yeah, Annabeth is the daughter of Athena. But um, Medu- this Medusa, it's like the daughter of the other Medusa, right? No, it's, it's not Wait, the original. What you... Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking about Medusa. That's Medusa is Medusa, bro. There's no Medusa no. before Medusa. No, Medusa dies. In the original Greek mythology, she gets her cut off by Perseus. She gets her head cut off by Perseus. So this I don't know, can- but I don't know if they follow that in the books. Like they don't. I don't know if that's part of the like the show lore. Let me see. Per- Percy is uh, named after Perseus, so that story is actually uh, like the lore is actually there. Like it existed. So I think in the book. Perseus, Perseus, uh, that Greek mythology storyline did actually happen. Um, but if you can go ahead and check on that and see if um, if I'm correct on that. I, I assumed that the way she said it was that uh, she didn't want to be like her mother, which was the original Medusa. Um, because here, here, it's Athena that curses this daughter, and I think in the original Greek mythology, it is um, Persephone or um, one of the other Greek goddesses. She's jealous because uh, I think she compares herself to the god's beauty. Okay. Or- it, no, it's ahead. because uh, Medusa basically was like um, 
a loyal like like um like not servant but she like she praised athena so medusa and medusa was like before her she was a medusa like she her beauty like was like like i don't know like one of the top like beauties or whatever and so she praised athena who she looked up to for being like also a beautiful goddess or god but what happens in like the lore is that like uh athena gets jealous because uh poseidon gets a has a thing for her so she's like you know what nah i don't like that that he has a thing for you so i'm gonna curse you and turn you into medusa so that like anybody that looks at you like they won't see your beauty they'll turn to stone so like so athena turns her into medusa because of like jealousy so like that's kind of her whole thing like right oh i understand that part but i think we're talking about two different things here um I think this Medusa in the book, she's the daughter of Medusa. No, I don't know where you're bringing this. For there's only one Medusa in Percy Jackson. One, um, right in Percy Jackson. Right, right in yeah. Percy. But I'm talking about like the original Medusa from the Greek mythology. I I don't know if it's the same thing or if there's just like that storyline didn't exist because they talked about how Percy was named after Perseus, right? Yeah. And story that story already existed. Right, that story had already happened. Where Perseus, who's the god of or the son of Zeus, he goes on that journey and he ends up killing Medusa to begin with. So I don't know if like that storyline actually happened, and then um, I don't know if the book is taking that lore that it's like that story is actually real. No, uh, I it's it's not like basically like they because they mention in like the show or like the books and stuff. Like they mentioned the original, like kind of Greek mythology, but at the same time, it's like they rewrite it to where it's like different. So it's not like it's not like actual like lore accurate because they change a lot of stuff. Uh, you know? so, I don't know. So if somebody in the comment section can explain if the original Perseus uh, journey actually already happened in the book, and then it, I don't know. Cause that's a very confusing part. I thought the Perseus story happened and it's known in the percy jackson world because he is named after perseus percy percy's named after perseus uh the demigod um the mother says it i think and it's like i think that's like the whole point um but whatever i think we're going a little too far into this whole. okay because like when i'm looking into this like like in the mythology perseus is a son of zeus Yes, but I don't know if, um, uh, I don't know if he actually exists in part of like the Percy Jackson universe. Um, let me look into. That's the part that's like very confusing. Cause I think it does. I think that that's why he is named after Perseus. Uh, at least to my knowledge, um, I might be wrong here. And so, why do you think that? Uh, that medusa from this storyline says like let's let's not you know i know you don't trust me but like let's not be like our mothers that's what she said and so i figured they're like let's not be like our parents whatever happened in the past happened um it's fine like let's start over mm-hmm. you know i don't know yeah I, I mean more research than because like the whole thing was like she was trying to um see like if he would to see if percy jackson would be like 
his dad, which is Poseidon. And basically, I think she was trying to test him because she has like a really big vendetta against Poseidon because it's kind of like she kind of blames him for what happened to her because of like Athena's like jealousy and stuff. So like, I think that's that was like the whole scene. But either way, that whole scene was different than it was in the books. Oh, okay. In the books, um, like it's similar where I think like she like her presence kind of scares off the monster or whatever. But um, she doesn't reveal reveal herself to be Medusa right away in the um book. Like at, like they find they kind of find out slowly. Like they like they pull up. They're like, oh, the food smells good. Oh, they have burgers. They have shakes. They have whatever all this food. And then she, and then they like they're grabbing food and they like she's like oh don't worry help yourself like you guys are hungry or whatever and she has like that little veil covering her so they can't see her hair but then she's kind of talking to them and then they start feeling like the ominous presence or whatever and then they like they're like oh shit these statues used to be people oh she's Medusa oh fuck and they realize they're already like trapped and then that's when the whole fight team begins where they like like Grover like flies over and like smacks her and then they cut off her head and all this whole like fight scene happens. But they they kind of changed it to where like they have more of a dialogue, like, oh yeah, like like she's like, Yeah, I'm a victim to the god's power. Like I was just like a loyal like follower of Athena, and then she she abused her power out of jealousy and this and that. And it, it's basically trying to support the the character arc that like Percy should be different than the gods. Mm-hmm. Like he shouldn't, like he shouldn't be like them or like the other demigods that are like very loyal to their parents and stuff, where they like don't give a fuck about people and stuff. So it's like, I think that the whole thing is trying to like push forward the story that like Percy should be better than ever. Like sh- he should try f- to be different, you know. Like I think that was like the whole point of it. But yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I guess I had a hard time like. Like uh, having you know knowledge of like actual Greek mythology and thinking that that Greek mythology is already set in Percy Jackson's. No, it's like that's why. only certain only certain aspects are like actually relevant. Like he kind of rewrites like Rick Riordan. He kind of rewrites certain things or adds certain stuff into the the lore. So it's not not like everything is like based off like factual stuff. You know, like it's. I guess okay. I gotcha. But I mean, regardless, it, it wasn't my favorite scene. I think afterwards, uh, it got really good. Um, the Chimera uh, episode was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I I do want to talk real brief about uh, Percy Percy going against Ares and lose and Ares losing. Mm-hmm. A little far fetched, honestly. Well, that's why. Well, I guess that's the very last episode. Well, that's why he they I did jumped- this. I thought that was kind of ridiculous a little bit. That's why they did like the stipulation that the first one to like draw blood will win because obviously Ares would have just fucking killed him otherwise. Like, like, but um, but I mean, I guess it's like important to note, like you know, it's based off like <laughs> like a, a, a children's book, so it's obviously there's gonna be some things where it's like. You got that main character powers. You got like you got away with that because like you know it's like plot armor or whatever. But yeah, I I feel like you're. It's fair to be like what? How the fuck? But I mean that's why he was only able to like cut him a little bit. 
but also that was a sick thing like where he 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 draws in that giant wave and just yeah, that- like crashes into him yeah that was like really cool. um i think that that's like goes to show how strong uh percy jackson actually is because as far as i know i haven't read all the books i'm barely like halfway through the second one but like in the later books he becomes one of the strongest like demigods like he oh. ends up like he ends up like standing up to like gods like he ends up getting really strong like because mm-hmm. i think the later books he's like in high school or something so like just imagine like a like a 15 year old like fighting against Ares like no problem like it's like compared oh, to this one where he like he's barely able to cut him so okay. as far as i know like he gets way stronger i mean he's obviously little he gets bigger you know he he gets better at sword fighting and stuff so i guess it's because he's so young but i i mean i understand right he's a son of the like the the of like the top side right yeah he's i mean gods i mean yeah that's why like they don't want um de- they don't want demigods from like the big three because of how powerful they end up being because it's the top three or is it all- any demigod no just the big three like uh, um so Zeus Poseidon and Hades yeah yeah those are like the only ones that are like those are the ones that were not supposed to have kids after the pact uh, so like any kids they had before like I think we're good. And then, but all the other gods, they didn't really give a shit about. I mean, that's why you have, like, like the whole um, Camp Half-Blood is full of random kids that just, they're all from other kids. Like, Dionysus, Ares, Hermes, you know, like, yeah. Athena, um, like, all the other gods. Because they're not, like, because they're powerful, but they don't have, like, like, Zeus, light, like, lightning, you know, type of powers and that kind of thing. So... I mean, and you see, like, we see that Percy is able to kind of manipulate water. He can heal from water. Like, so he has, like, that kind of, like, he has innate powers that, like, a lot of the others don't really have. I mean, you so. could tell like, some of the strongest uh, um, kids in there are from, like, the top three, right? Um, the girl, I forgot her name, but she's, like, daughter of uh, Hades, right? The one that they thought was the, the lightning thief, right? Oh, no, that's... Clarice, she's the daughter of Ares. Oh, Ares. Oh, okay. And, nice. and then Ares is the son of Zeus. Right. Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. So yeah. she's yeah. like, so like, I mean, even then, she's still pretty. That's why she's like re- such so good in battle because, like, I mean, Ares is the god of war, and then his dad is Zeus. So, like, she's she's one of the best fighters, supposed to, like, you know, and then. Yeah, probably like, they're probably like top five or six, like, right? Because, uh, Annabeth is daughter of Athena, who's also. Uh, the god of of war and wisdom, so she's a really good yeah. That, that's why like um Annabeth is supposed to be like one of the smartest characters because like from what I've seen people post about Annabeth is like she's like the brains of the operation. Like like yeah. you like the the other like demigods will have like unique powers or something, and then they just show Annabeth and she's just like she has like two hundred IQ or something. Like her power is like she's like the smartest one basically. So she's uh, like. Goes with Athena because Athena is like goddess of war, but like st- strategic. Like she, yeah, yeah. It's very Strategy different. And... Ares, who's like Ares, just wants war and and like fighting and killing and he's like brute force. Brute force, yeah. And Athena's yeah. more like, you know, smart. Still the goddess of war, but 
like strategy wise and you can yeah that's why they even like mention it in um like the episode where uh grover is talking to aries and he's kind of like fucking with them and he's like he's like yeah yeah like that's why you were able to find the lightning thief and not athena right and then aries is like he start. you can see he gets mad because he's like oh you're talking shit because he had just said like he thinks like he just said like oh yeah athena thinks she's so smart and this and that she thinks she's a shit and like you can tell like he's actually like yeah, he's low-key dumb. He's he's all he's all brawn, no brain. I do like like that guy. That guy looks menacing as hell though. Uh the actor who plays Ares, like he's just like this oh, yeah. huge freaking he, actor. That, he, he's um a WWE guy. I forgot his name. Oh, it, but yeah, let me uh I forgot. Let me see. I don't know. I don't know like WWE very much, so but that guy just like his size. I was like, yeah, that that definitely looks like Ares, like super. Oh, nice. Adam Adam Copeland. Yeah, he's a. Oh, okay. That's yeah, cool. He, he's he's a WWE. Cool. Uh... Oh, you know what? I uh, there's the scene right where um, Percy kind of beats him and stuff, and then um, Ares like he's oh, gonna he's... his true form. And oh then, yeah. And then Grover's like, "Don't look at don't look at his true form or whatever," and they both close their eyes. So it's kind of cool to like know that like. That's not what they look like, you know, like they're like the entity that it is to be a god, like that's just mm-hmm. like a cover of what they look like. That's yeah, they really- say like it's like they're like a corporeal form, just yeah. like just so that humans can like uh defy almost per- like perceive them kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of another thing in the book, that whole scene you know where Percy is fighting against Ares. Yeah. In the book, it's like a whole thing. Like they're fighting, they're fighting, and then um, like the cops pull up because people are like, "Oh shit!" There's like a little, there's a, there's like a little kid and a guy like having a whole fight on the beach. But Uh they mention it in the show where they said they call it the veil, kind of Uh thing. Where essentially, like humans, like perceive something completely different to what actually is happening. Mm -hmm. So while what the humans actually see happening. Instead of them having like a sword fight and like you know medieval type shit going on, uh-huh. they see a shootout. <laughs> it look to oh, to them it looks like Percy Jackson has like a Glock and it looks like Ares has a shotgun. Uh- <laughs> and and really they, cool. it looks like they're shoot they're having a shootout or something. And then and, and then one of the attacks like like Ares throws like a like a slash attack or something at the cops, and it blows up their cars. But they, to them, they think he has a shotgun, and they're like, "Oh, the shotgun hit the gas tank and it blew up or something." So like, that's interesting. Yeah, so they they change that where it's like they they focus solely on them fighting each other, and they also didn't mention the fact like there's that one scene where it's uh, Percy's step stepdad like on the news like, "Oh my God, I'm so sad. I can't believe like, oh where where is like." My stepson, like he's on he's on the run, and my 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 wife is missing, and my car got blown up. I love that car. Like in the book, like it's like that. Like he's like a like he's an asshole. Like he he only really cared about the car. He didn't actually care about them. But he's on the news doing all that to just kind of like scam money out of people to like be like, oh, I can't believe this. And he's like kind of like making Percy out to be a terrorist or like Mm -hmm. some shit like that. So the whole time, every. Like every time an incident happens, like where the chimera, like in, inside of um, that, like what they call it, like Athena's, like kind of 
yeah, uh, the shrine arc. or whatever. Yeah, the Ark. Like when that gets blown up or whatever, they're like, "Oh my God, this kid is a terrorist!" And like, and then his his step his step that hops on the news, "Oh my God, I can't believe it!" And he just keeps throwing like shit into the fire. Wow. So like the whole time, they're basically like, um, he's basically running away. Like he's like a wanted criminal. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I did want to see like how different from the book is the TV show, and are you okay with it? Like the difference. Um. That- I think uh it kind of, I feel like there's they I understand why they would change certain things to make it make like more concise for the show. But then at the same time I kind of don't I, I didn't like how they changed so much. Mm-hmm. Like almost every episode they changed. Okay. Like like say like the scene where um Percy goes into that um that bed store you know where they're like he goes in he's like yeah i know you guard the entrance to the underworld or whatever yeah in the book that's not how it goes down like um they they go in there by accident and like they're trying to hide from like people that are chasing them like trying to like beat them up or something like Mm -hmm. and then they're like bullies or whatever like some people that like trying to beat their asses and they like escape into there and they're hiding and then the the guy the store owner or whatever he kind of scares them away and is like Hey, get out of here. You're not supposed to be here. And then he's like, oh, yeah, like, would you guys like to try out the beds? They're pretty comfortable. And then, like, and then Annabeth and Grover, like, get tricked into going on the beds. And then, like, and then, like, the freaking ropes come out of the beds and they, they like, get stuck like this. And then it, it's like one of those traps where they start, like, their their arms and legs start getting stretched. And he, because, like, oh. his whole thing is, like, he's, like, crazy. He's, like, per- he, he, he wants everything to be perfect. You have to be a be a perfect six feet to fit perfectly in the bed. So he's uh, like, so what you what needs to happen since you're too short? I'm gonna stretch your body out to be six feet long. So he's like starts torturing them, and then Percy's like, what the fuck? So he's like, and and Percy's also stuck, like he gets um trapped. So he's like, so he starts playing into his ego. He's like, oh wow, like these these beds are really nice. Like you you made these yourself. Like you know he's trying to trick them. He's like, wow, I can't believe you made these. And you said they're perfectly six foot. Wow, impressive. And then, like, he kind of tricks him into kind of, like, like lowering his guard until he's, like, able to get loose. And then they, they like, they, he starts beating the shit out of the guy. And he throws him onto the, the bed. And then he himself gets, like, stretched. And then I think he ends up, and then I think he ends up cutting his head off. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, I don't know. I, Annabeth tells him he was going to cut his head off, but then obviously they don't do it in the TV show. Yeah, and I think, like, I'm pretty sure they cut his head off to kill him, like, right there. Like, Percy's, like, ruthless. He's like, nah, you don't, like, I can't let you do this to someone else or whatever. Yeah. So, like, I feel like certain things like that where it's, like, why did, like, why, I don't know why they would change it, you know? Like, they kind of were just trying to speed run certain things. Right. We do know that, like, things are not going to be the same from the book. We know that. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, if you put like every single detail, we're looking at like twenty episodes, which is probably why they have to skip so many things. Um, yeah. But of that, like, are you enjoying the show? Like, is that how are you? Uh, oh. Yeah, I think I think every episode had like ups and downs, but overall, I enjoyed the show a lot. And even though they kind of deviated like on a lot of things from the book, um, I think. 
I, I think it was still a really well done like live action adaptation, especially mm-hmm. compared to like what we got from the um the movies where they like they they deviated completely. Yeah. Like they just started making shit up. <laughs> so like at, at least the the show they still kept like the like the characters in there. They just kind of they just kind of changed like um what do you call it? Like the way they got from point A to point B. Like like maybe point A and point B was the same, but like the journey was a bit different. They deviated here and there, you know, but I don't know. Overall, I think they did a really good job. Like, like they added a, a different scene where we see Sally interact with Poseidon. And like, that's not in the book. Like that was a really insane scene. Like you see her, like, mm. like her struggling, like trying to raise Percy alone. And he's like, do you want me to do something about this? And she's like, no, I got to raise him to be normal. I got to raise him to not be like your family. Cause like, yeah. obviously like the gods are really like kind of assholes. So so she just kind of wants to raise him to be a good person and stuff. So it's like that was such oh, a okay. good scene that they added that we that wasn't part of the books. So I I think overall I I still rate the the show it's not really well, yet, even so though I don't they changed certain things that uh, I like in the it. books. Right now, I just kind of want to talk about up to this point. I think maybe what maybe one more episode. Is that it? No. Oh no, the show is done now. Oh. What was the last episode? Did you watch? Yeah, okay. that, How many that was. Seasons is it yeah, that was be it. Per book then, or was that it? it? Um. Well, they they did a one full oh. season for this book. That was like that. That was already the end. So they can do. They can. Pro- they'll probably. They can do w- one season per book. So like, let me show you. Yeah, like, so-, so this is the second book. And this book is shorter than the first book, so they okay, can so easily do bad. like a, a full season off of this. At least another few more episodes, maybe because we're, I was still waiting on her on his mom to come back. But yes, I just realized there's like a whole, uh, f- like three, four books, right? Oh wait, th- I thought I thought wait, I did. Yeah, the last. Did you, are you sure you finished? With, uh, he goes to Hades. He, she, she's like he's like um yeah he got the um yeah 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 Zeus he goes to Zeus oh he goes to Zeus and that right you're talking about Zeus right okay yeah that was the last step and then he fights Ares his father then... saves him what no he yeah does at the not. end he, he, says, he gets I don't know his how mom long back you'll be before you get your mom back uh let's oh shit yeah I, I don't think you finished watching that episode. <laughs> I might have not finished. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, spoiler for you, I, I yeah, that I was the last episode. I, you might be right. There's a lot. Maybe like you didn't finish minutes. watching uh, it or something. My bad. But regardless, let's grade it. I, I think I'm, maybe I'm missing like the last five minutes. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I, you I probably missed point where, um, some stuff at the end. His dad and his dad pretty much saves him from you know. Seuss kind of tells him like, "You can go back home. Like I'm not gonna." Uh, I won't do anything, and then he's like talking back to Zeus, and Zeus is about to like attack him, and uh, his dad comes out and kind of saves him, mm-hmm. and they have this whole conversation. Yeah, I yeah that I don't 
uh, that was pretty different from the books, but they uh, they they did it really well where they set it up for a second season, and they they set it up for like the future of like yeah. okay because they mentioned like Kronos and Tartarus and stuff. So I'm not sure where when that happens, but the second book isn't. It's it's called Sea of Monsters. It's like it has to do with other stuff, but like they're they're obviously setting it up for more. So I they can. There, there's there's a lot of potential for more seasons and i think walker scobell the actor that plays percy has mentioned like he said like he said he thinks they're already working on season two like the script and stuff they just haven't announced it yet but i think percy jackson had one of the highest like viewerships of like of like uh like the disney plus like like shows and stuff so i I they would have no reason not to greenlight it realistically. So yeah, I even though they kind of changed certain things, All I right. I think they'll um, probably still since keep going with for it. For some reason, and, I don't know why. I thought there yeah. was another episode, but I might have just like missed like the last few minutes of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there is like that no, yeah, part because, where it's his okay, mom, yeah, and then there's like a post credit uh, scene also, which he goes back to the the camp right at the end he ends up going back and he's like i gotta go uh finish blah 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 oh yeah so he gets his mom like okay, right yeah, after I the airy fight his like, mom is in that like cabin like minutes of it then Maybe no, you just I don't, don't remember. Did don't you know. like zone out or something? You fell asleep, bro? Or what's going on? Because I think they changed it to where, like, right after the Ares fight, then like I forgot something happens, da, 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 and then he goes back into the, to that cabin, you know, like by the ocean, and then his mom's in there. He goes back home, whatever, and then like the whole that also like the scene where he's like that that stuff happens too where he goes back to um to yeah. camp so wait, and then so do you remember what happens between him and Luke Yes cuz I know what happens with Luke they find out he finds out that Luke was actually the friend that betrayed him and uh and then Luke um uh Luke ends yeah. up escaping right That was the whole deal that was the whole point And and mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that scene was also different from the um from the books because in the book he finds out in a similar way like but Annabeth wasn't there it was just him it was just Percy and Luke he goes to talk to him and then he like realize and then he kind of realizes like yeah I betrayed you like like you know like I'm I don't I hate the gods whatever but then like Percy's like nah I'm not fucking with you I can't believe you did that. Mm. So Luke summons like a a poisonous scorpion that like jumps out of like a portal or something, and it attacks oh, Percy okay. and it stings him, and Percy almost dies. He's like he's like poisoned and he's like dying, and then Luke just dips, and then uh, I think Percy tries to get away, and then they find him like half dead, and they oh, like okay. they give him the like the medicine to to like save him, and then he reveals he reveals Annabeth. Yeah, Luke betrayed me. Luke did this. And then Annabeth's like, what the fuck? No way. Like, Luke is like my brother. You know, he would never do this. And then it's like, damn, okay. Like, it, like that's how they all find out. He's so the somehow one that I missed him. that little part with but the And this one, Annabeth. Other than that, I, yeah, I watched the whole what thing. Um, that's crazy. All right. Well, 
let's go ahead and rate it regardless. I don't think like any two minutes mm-hmm. would have changed like how necessarily my grade. Um, but go ahead uh, for you who uh, who read the books and is now done with the season. Uh, give me your quick your grade on it. Mm-hmm. I I'm gonna so give it an eight point five. You did I... enjoy this a lot more than Echo, right? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I enjoyed it a lot, especially since like I had just read the book and like it was like cool to see it, the characters brought to life. Like I think they did such a well a good job with casting. The only thing I'm like docking it down from is because like they changed so much from the books, especially certain things that I don't think they needed to. Or like I think they could have kept the same without having with without it actually like taking up time. Because like I feel like the stuff they replaced it with like ended up being the same amount of time they could have just done the original thing, you know, for certain things they changed. But I don't know. I think they, they had a lot more they had like a lot of creative like liberty with the show. And Rick Riordan, the the creator of the books, you know, he was he had like a hand in everything. So if he's the one that was like, yeah, I do it, then I'm like, I guess he thought it would make sense. So I, I I'm gonna just give it like an eight point okay. five, you know, solid. solid I'm uh, kind of going back and forth here on my grade because I don't know if I enjoyed it more than Echo. Even though I only gave it Echo like a seven point five. Um you do have more episodes here uh-huh. with um with Percy Jackson. The Olympians. Uh, there's more story. I did like a lot, like going to Hades. Job. I love Greek mythology, so that's like I love all that. Um, ugh, this one's rough. I am gonna go. I'm gonna go with a. Uh... <laughs> oh damn. No, no, no. I enjoyed it. I did. Just do it, bro. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to be generous. I do believe. I'm going to give it a 7.8. Maybe. 8.0. I did. Yeah, like, it's just a lot more from it. Uh, (laughs) I've only read, like, actually watched the movies. I didn't Mm -hmm. read the book. So, um, yeah, I think it's a solid 8. Uh, it's not like the greatest thing ever, but I thought it was fun. Um, obviously, this is a children's book and stuff, and so it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be a little cheesy, um, but I'm okay with it. Uh, the actors were good; they weren't bad. Um, we'll see yeah. what happens with the next season. I, I do believe they'll get us another season. Um, but anyway, we are almost at the two-hour mark, which is nuts. We're at an hour and forty-five minutes, roughly now. Um, which is probably our longest episode to date, yeah. I think. Uh, but it's just because we had, you know, three different shows or two other shows we wanted to talk about. And so we went a lot longer than we wanted to, but that's okay. Uh, that's fine. Um, but anyway, the next movie, obviously, for the Star Wars Marathon is A New Hope. So I'm excited to rewatch the old trilogy films. Um, yeah. Heck yeah. Uh Do you have anything else to say before we head out? Yeah. 
no, just thanks for listening. This was a, a longer podcast than normal, but I mean, we mixed in three different things in one. So hopefully you guys find something you like from either of the series, either of the series or the movie that we talked about also. And stay tuned for another couple episodes for TCG Locos coming up soon. And then um, also yes. we're planning on maybe making a, a TikTok soon. We haven't decided on the name or whatever how that's going to work out but if y'all are into pokemon and tcg stuff we might be on there you know uploading some clips maybe also getting getting in on like the tiktok shop that that's kind of popping off right now where you, people selling their own merch or other tcg products basically anything so stay tuned for that check us out we'll We'll let y'all know what what the name ends up yeah, being. Yeah, I mean you pretty much sure said it yet, all. Yeah, uh, look, look out for, for that us also. on TikTok soon. Uh, again, just follow us on TCG Locos. Uh, follow Movie Locos. Um, yeah, just help us support us and we can. We come in here and just talk about our favorite movies. You know, we like to just kind of talk about it, and hopefully you guys enjoy uh, listening to us. But uh, thanks again, guys. We will see you guys. Uh, again, next episode uh, for Movie Logos.